Inside the Whale. Good morning, Nantucket. Today is June 18th, 2015, in the year of our Lord. How are you? Are you busy? Are you working? Seems like everybody has their face down in their trucks, in their cars, and is a little bit pissed off because it's work time. No one has time to do anything. And unfortunately, uh, I'm affected by that. Uh, my guest this week uh, was so jammed up. Uh, he's going to come in. Chef Scott Osif, who is the executive chef at the galley, was my guest this week. But things just got so crazy that uh, we had to postpone it. So I am doing this episode, this week's episode, on the fly, on my own. I call it a filler episode. But I figured there is stuff to talk about. So we're going to have a good time doing that. It'll just be me yapping away. So if it seems uh, a little disorganized or a lot of non sequiturs, welcome to my world. You've clicked on it. You've done it. This is episode 12. You're listening to it. I am the only podcast on the island, and you're listening to it, Inside the Whale, ACK. It's 9.30 in the morning. Uh, there's a raccoon loose on the island. Uh, get your rifles. Get your guns. Because it's going to be dangerous. Apparently, the raccoon got on the boat uh, without a ticket, and it really upset a lot of people. But uh, it looks like some folks have been having a lot of fun on social media, putting the raccoon at uh, various places throughout the island. Uh, we should get Peter Brace in here to talk about uh, what, what a raccoon will do to the island from an environmental standpoint. Uh, I'm sure it'll stir some things up. Nonetheless... He's out there. No one knows where he is. Get your guns. Have they named the raccoon? Hey, have they named the raccoon? Not that I know of. Uh, I'm going to be the first to name him Henry the raccoon. There you have it. It's Henry. Henry seems like a fitting name for a raccoon. Anyway, there's a raccoon loose, and there's two convicts loose uh, near where I grew up, upstate New York. I grew up in Syracuse, but they're way north of that. I hope my parents are uh, locking their doors at night. That's kind of scary that these two guys are still on the loose, and they think now that they're probably way, they're gone. I keep thinking about what these two guys must be thinking on their day-to-day on the run. I mean, yeah, it's they're scary guys, but that's pretty exciting. <laughs> if you're those two guys, oh, my God, they did it. And then how do they get food how do they get water they can't just they're have they're i guess uh one of the news reports was saying that there's a lot of summer cabins and stuff and that the folks aren't in there so they're they're speculating that they may have broken into some of these houses to get food and water and clothes and change their appearance but uh, one of the points that the detectives made is these guys are bald so there's not a whole lot they can do with their hair <laughs> except wear some bad wigs um but they're murderers 
Anyway, that's uh, scary stuff. Let's just hope they don't make it to Nantucket. Wouldn't you know? I heard they're buying property. The two convicts are buying property in Pulpus. I just like saying Pulpus. See, that's it's such a phonetically fun word to say. Pulpus. Anyway, it's work camp. Everyone's working their fingers to the bone, and it's a little intense out there on the roads. Nantucket has this thing where it shifts, and it goes from being off to on. It's like a light switch, and it's switched on. Everyone's a little aggro. And I want to talk about the intersection <laughs> at the high school, the stop sign, the, the, the intersection of dysfunction. <laughs> and when you combine that intersection with people that are working hard and sweating and a lot of indecision on stop and goes, you end up with uh, some aggro faces. You might even get the finger, an FU maybe thrown at you here and there. Uh, very interesting. As I'm speaking to you now, two dogs just ran in my yard. Hey! Oh, my dogs are going to go crazy in one second. Uh, this is what happens when you do a podcast. There's two wild dogs just ran into the yard, and now the dog is up on the porch. I need a little help here. Sorry, folks. I, I didn't mean for this to happen in the middle of the podcast, but uh, my dogs are going to start freaking out any second. Uh, hey, Hans, do they look friendly? All right, one's a lab and one's a chocolate lab. That kind of looks like Mike Coe's dog. Coe, I think your dog's here. There is? Oh, there are? <sighs> this island. People, control your dogs. Uh, they look like friendly dogs. Don't get too close to them. Anyway, see, I'm sorry that you guys had to witness that or listen to that. Anyway, so anyway, the intersection's a little crazy. And I'm going to play this clip from Portlandia, which pretty much sums up the intersection. Take a listen to this clip. This is Fred Armisen and Carrie Brown doing the you go. You don't even have a stop. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go. No, 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 no. You first. No, you go. I'm going to go after you. Hit the road, Jack. No, you go. 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 I'm not going until you go. No, you go. I'm not going to go until you go. No, you go. 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 Oh, you go. What? What a riot. My driver would like you to go first, please. No, you go. 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 Yum. I've got a lot of sides in here. You go. Crossword? I'm just kidding. There's no crossword. Go ahead. You go. No way. Go ahead. Go. 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 You go. That's about it in a nutshell, right? That's about Nantucket in a nutshell. You go. No, no, no. You go. No, wait. No, you go. And then you start to go, and then the other guy starts to go, and then there's these weird, awkward exchanges that can turn into rage. Rage. And this time of year, it gets even more exacerbated. That's a big word, folks. I went to college, but it does. Things get intense, right? Some guy flipped me off. Because I went ahead of him on his turn. I guess it all has to do, if you had to break it down, the logistics of it, it's who gets to the stop sign first has the right of way, correct? Right? But that's tough. 
Because what if you're letting some summer folks cross the crosswalk and you were there first, but you had the right to go and you you receive that right and let it go at the other people go. It just gets confusing. That's that's the gist. That's what I'm trying to get at. And then you couple that sort of dysfunction, that intersection dysfunction with people that are stressed, trying to meet deadlines, and you're going to have some anger and some road rage, some Nantucket road rage. I'm going to host the Road Rage Olympics here on Nantucket. There's enough festivals out here. Why don't we have the Nantucket Road Rage Fest? It'd be perfect. Uh, Just to give you an update on the dog situation, I did my civic duty, uh, and I put the one dog I was able to wrangle, the Golden. I got into the car, brought it to the MSPCA, but no one was there. So someone from the, the vet side it's a little confusing when you drive over there there's nothing that says uh to deliver your there's no sign that says for mspca dogs that are found deliver to the back side of the building but nonetheless there is someone there and uh someone uh took the dog hopefully it gets to its owner but i would want that i was in a little moral dilemma because i didn't realize they charge for found dogs but in the end of the day you want your dog to be safe this dog was clearly uh loose it was covered in mud and needed to be uh brought back to its owner seemed a little uh out of breath and had been running for a while so hopefully uh it finds its owner wacky times out here on the island well It is the season. Summer's kicking off. I thought what a great idea would be to talk to someone that's experiencing the Cape and Islands culture. So we're going to call my friend Luke from the Cape, who's living in Wellfleet. And here, uh, get a little feeling for what's going on up there in Wellfleet. Let's see if this works. We're going to call him right now. I don't know if he knows that I'm calling. Hopefully, you guys can hear this. Yes, sir. Is this Luke? Yes, it is indeed. And Luke, where are you? I am uh, currently at the checkout counter of uh, Salty Market in North Truro. North Truro, and that is on the Cape? It's in North Truro, yep. The wrist. Well, you're live on Inside the Whale, so welcome to the show. <laughs> are you excited I'm, I'm overjoyed I, I never thought it would happen to a guy like me well I thought that you'd be a good person to talk to since uh, everyone's so busy on Nantucket I didn't have a guest this week so I thought Luke from the Cape would be the perfect guest And uh, <laughs> now Luke you're a grown man and you're doing what <laughs> explain to my audience what your job is grocery store checkout line scanning items and taking cash uh, making snide remarks. Well, you're good at I'm, snide I'm remarks. A broken old man. Oh, you're not old, Luke. How old are you? I am old enough to know better. Well, tell us a little bit about what's going on in the Cape. Are things picking up? Are things? Uh, what's the what's the yeah, attitude? The people, are, the people are starting to arrive. We're getting some of the uh, the older people that don't have children. And the people that have small children, the people that have children in school, they're not getting here until another couple of weeks. Maybe next week, who knows? 
does it feel like work mode out here? Things are pretty intense. Everyone's trying to meet deadlines and stuff. It's does kind of, you know, it's sort of, I mean, we're all ready for the storm. I think we're all, uh, we're anxious for it to become absolutely maddening and crazy, and then, then it'll be over. 15 weeks. 15 weeks. I just, give us a little idea about the traffic out there. You guys have a traffic situation, right? Is traffic... Oh, No left turns. It's almost like the anti-NASCAR. Imagine that, a summer with no left turns. Well, I was just ranting about the uh, intersection on Nantucket and how crazy it is, the intersections. The, the, oh, it's, yeah. It's, the no, you go. No, you go. And how... No, with, you go. And then it's like, no, I'm going. You can't die. There's someone that dies on Route 6 every year out here. Same well, way. I didn't realize you were going to bring in death to this conversation, but I guess well, the, I mean, if that's the truth... When people act like idiots, they, they drive like they're... I mean, it's, I never realized that getting to the beach was such a high priority for some people. It's still going to be there. Well, I think you and I touched on this before, that I, like there's this energy of people when they're on vacation, they're like, I'm on vacation! I know. <laughs> it, it's, as we've said, it's, it's, it's better to plan the vacation than it is to actually be on the vacation for some of these people. They, they spend all year sitting in a cubicle or an office building somewhere and they have this thought in their head that oh I you know can't wait to get out to Cape Cod spend all the money I made all year and and then they get here and they're just miserable. You know, it's like <laughs> they had one perfect summer maybe and they've been trying to relive it every season. Now, give us a little, uh, well, that's just part of Vacation Islands. Give us a little feeling for the uh, the attitude of, uh, you live in Wellfleet, right? I live in Wellfleet. I work in North Thrill. And is our people, is, is everyone anticipating a big season? I think so. Um, it's, uh, it's, um, it's a, uh, you know, it's, I don't know, it's supposed to be better every year. This year the economy is doing a little nicer. The gas prices are low. Yeah, I think that's the same out here. I mean, Nantucket's a little bit different than the Cape, but we share similar experiences. Everyone we're that like, lives... Yeah, we're like distant cousins. We're like the rich, snotty, older cousin, and we're kind of the dumpy hillbillies. Exactly. Ex you hit the nail on the head. In fact, we're, we're the cousins that are way better. That You're like the second cousin removed that we kind of talk to at the reunion, but we don't really want to have to. We're, we're a little bit inbred and slightly off. Oh, I, I love Wellfleet. I, I, I wish you'd invite me back. I love too. It's fantastic. You're welcome anytime. Anytime you want to come up. Well, you've been a great guest. I'm going to cut you off there. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to limit you to only 10 minutes. No, okay. Luke from the Cape, is there anything you'd like to uh, say to the folks of Nantucket? I'll be seeing you soon. Fourth of July weekend. Oh, yeah. You're going to be playing with me at Cisco Brewers. It's going to be a great time figure out if we're on early or later? Or? Uh, we are playing late tour that... Actually, no, I have to look it up. I meant to email uh, Kristen. Uh, now we're talking oh. personal stuff. We're supposed to keep this entertaining for people, Luke. Now we're I'm getting sorry. into well, our personal... entertaining for me to get you off subject. Well, maybe what's entertaining to me is let's talk about a grown man checking out groceries. Now, you <laughs> went to college at... You were a graduate of Bard College, and was there yeah, some yeah, sort of yeah. grocery program there? <laughs> uh, 
yes, they did have a course on bagging and uh, you know, making the exact change without the use of a calculator or um, things like that. It, Barcode, barcoding 101. Well, you're an overachiever. I think my audience can figure that out. <laughs> oh, I think so. I think so. Well, listen, you're going to be, I'm going to call, it's always nice to hear from a different perspective. And uh, Luke from oh, the Cape, course. I think we always, should have I'm you as a re- and make sure that you share inside the whale uh, with all your folks in Wellfleet, because I'm sure they're dying to know about Nantucket culture and, and a raccoon. You heard about the raccoon, right? Oh, I just, the, the talk of the town out here. I mean, you think it's big and on Nantucket. We're we're going crazy. We don't know how it got there. I mean, was he on a ferry? How did it happen? Did he swim? I know, I know. I'm just trying. I'm tried not to make that big of a deal, but it is funny. There's convicts on the loose. There's a raccoon on the loose. Yeah, big time, big time. Well, listen, I'll, we'll let you get back to uh, checking out groceries at the. What's the name oh, of your right. shop? There's, there's, there's about a line of twenty people right now, all curious. So, I've got to get back to that. Well, that's good. That's their little summer angst for all those vacationers. It's oh, part yes, of. of it's part of summer. Well, Luke, thanks for taking the time to speak to Anytime. me we'll today. To the Lord loves you. There it is, everyone. Luke from the Cape, experiencing summer on the Cape and Islands. Maybe I should make this podcast the Cape and Islands podcast. I meant to, uh, I had a, one of the things that's great about Nantucket is when you walk your dog, you bump into people. And I had a really great conversation with a woman that uh, is out here for the summer. She was walking her dog and we ended up talking and she told me, I mentioned that I had just moved here from New York and was doing a podcast. And she said that there was a great article in New York Times about podcasts and how they're so specific. So we're doing something right here, folks. You're listening. Uh, again, I apologize. I did not have a guest uh, for this week. I do have uh, Greg Margolis, uh, who's working at the new cooking center. It's going to be my guest, and uh, we're going to have Scott Osif, chef of the galley. Gonna, we're going to get him on here. But everyone's been so busy and putting the nose to the grindstone so this is just sort of a filler episode but i do appreciate you checking in and i think that's all we're going to leave it at 20 minutes so or we're at 18 minutes see oh my god hear that buzz that's me still trying to figure out the gear hopefully that sounded all right not too bad but alas uh we're doing it thanks for checking in greg margolis is going to be my guest next week the chef and general manager at the new cooking center. I believe that's the uh, the name of it, but uh, he's looking forward to talking to him. That being said, guys, keep working. The light is at the end of the tunnel or the beach. I should say I did go surfing on Tuesday. Surfing's hard. It's technical. It takes time. It takes patience. This is my fourth year. I grew up a skateboarder, been skating my whole life, started surfing because my fiance is a much better surfer than I am. It's very emasculating, but I got over it and I'm learning. It was awesome. I have to say uh, the waves were probably like chest high. I went out on Tuesday with Pete Osley, who is probably one of the island's best surfers. And uh, watching him surf these waves, I was having trouble catching him and looking over and watching Pete just destroy these waves. And he's got really good style. Surfing, you know, some surfers 
have uh, just like skateboarding, there's different styles. People have a style to them when they get on the board. And Pete, uh, he rips. It makes me want to go out and surf every day and get better. It's so technical. Anyway, the water's warming up. I was in a three mil. It was fun. It makes living on this island uh, much more enjoyable, being able to hop out there and you sort of escape on the surfboard. And I will do it. I will continue to do it. I will master it till I'm shredding with the great Pete Osley. And he's like, who's that? And he's like, that's Doug Cody. Do you see how good he got? Damn, that guy's awesome. Anyway, I digress. Thanks for checking in. Episode 12 is done. Episode 13 is coming up. It's going to be Greg Margolis. Thanks for checking in, guys.